Bam, we're live. Not we, me. I don't see Hunter. Where is Hunter McIntyre? Good morning, guys. Bruce Wayne. Why do I always want to call you? Jaime. Jamie, good morning. Chase, good morning. Eric, good morning. Junglist Drums, good morning. Kevin Smith, good morning. Alan Kestenbaum. Buenos dias. Uh, if you're... I, I, kind of, if you're going to talk shit in the comments, it's fine. If you're using a fake name and you talk shit, it gets a little weird. I mean, I talk shit, I mean like real shit, not like the jokes and like Dick Butter like is just refining his stand-up routine. I have no problem with jokes like that, but if you're going to get like hypercritical and start getting vicious and mean and you're not using your real name, I'm thinking I'm going to start whacking you. I, I, and, and I don't even know why I'm saying that because I don't even see any of those um, very often. But last night I saw one. <clears throat> I saw a dude talking crazy shit and just like fake name. You know what I mean? Like his name was like random. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Oh, you got a perm. That's dope. Fuck yeah, dude. Hi. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, go ahead. I decided to jump in the pool just before I got down here. That's why my hair is all wet, and I'm feeling nice. Wow. W- where are you? California. Oh, so it's early for you, too, 7 a.m. It is. I mean, I usually You're wake big up. Time. Why don't you find, why don't you, like, bully me and be like, no, dude, I'm not doing 7 a.m. I'm up at, like, 5 every single day. Oh, all right. Fine. I'm so lonely for the first. If it wasn't for California existing, like, and the East Coast existing, I'd be so lonely because I usually wake up anywhere between 4.30 and 5.30 every single day and I'll call my family on the East Coast and chat with them for a bit and then I wait for all my friends on the West Coast to wake up then I'll chat with them for a bit. Can you define lonely? Uh, dude, I wake up with like infinite amounts of energy and ideas inside of my head and usually what I do is I take a pad of paper and I start writing all these things down that I need to do for the the day, ideas for projects and then... I run out of runway because I accomplish all those tasks pretty quickly. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And then you're like the seven podcast. Is this the first time you've spoke this morning? No, 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 no. Uh, I saw, I I met, I I bumped into two humans about 10 minutes ago. At the coffee shop? No, no, no. I just ran up to the pool, jumped in the pool um they were doing yoga up at the pool i ran back down i was fully in the nude they caught me in the nude i've actually done that multiple times where i didn't i had my headphones in and i didn't recognize that they were doing yoga up on the deck and i jump in the pool fully naked in front of a bunch of people and i turn around i'm like oh shit i'm cock swinging everywhere wow explain that this man i had some really i was going to come in really hot today with some shit but um i like the i like nudity talk a lot better so where do you live that you think that you can go up to the pool naked we live in this like gigantic compound on top of a mountain in malibu Uh um the guy who owns it is it a cult no not at all not at all oh so there's three properties. I live in the stables. They were uh, basically, they burnt down in 2007 and they were transformed into a gym, two apartments and a big car storage port on the far side. For rich so people? Here, for rich people? Like are there I mean, Porsches and Ferraris and shit in there? Just mine. Okay. So if you're trying to say I'm rich, thanks. All right. All right. 
Subtle flex. Subtle flex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we have a Defender. We have a, a one of the original model Teslas uh, and a couple other cool cars. But, you know, those are the ones that I like to look one at. One of the original model Teslas. Like, they just came out two years ago. And you're, and you're already trying to give the Tesla, like, as no, an No, no, no. You know that the original Tesla was built on a Lotus Elise frame. Oh, like those race car ones. Little ones. It's the biggest yeah. piece of shit on the planet. It is always in the shop. Okay. This is the only thing I have against Tesla. They fucking suck. But other than that. They're super cool. They're super cool. Um, so then there's the main home. And that's a five-bedroom home with a pool. And then there's these cabins up top. There's like a, It's like called like the bachelor pad. There's three cabins up there with another pool. And my roommate, he's the main caretaker for the property. He takes care of everything. It's 50 acres. It's just like continuously uh, like falling apart and things are dying. Um, so he takes care of the place. They, they granted me like the opportunity to live here in 2014. Uh, cause I used to try to, I would just do odd jobs for them. And I would just be like, Hey, do you want me to like move this rock for you? Cause I was just a poor kid. Just like you were probably at one point where you just would do anything for money. And I would come up here. I would ride my bicycle here, walk the dogs, move anything. First job I ever did with them is move art. And they realized they're like, dude, you're talented. You got to get your shit together. Why don't you live up here and craft yourself? Like, you know, hone your craft, get your shit together. And literally I went from, you know, being a guy who had never accomplished anything in his athletic career to now eight world titles. All when I showed up here, I only owned a bicycle. No now, now I own three cars underneath that carport. So it's like they they changed my life. But uh, that could have gone sideways. You could have got into drugs or something. To be totally honest, most people that I've witnessed that come into this ecosystem do. Hey, has any, have you ever been offered to do porn? Tons of times. Like There's real this, porn. Like, I mean, like a real, like someone, like, have you ever been offered um, straight porn or gay porn? Have you ever been asked to um, masturbate for like gay porn? Uh, not directly masturbate for gay porn, to be totally honest. Um, I, I, I made those mistakes really For people who don't on. know, that's not me asking. Malibu is, is notorious for its porn community. Go on. Mm. The whole area up there is. Okay, sorry. I fell into that mistake really early on because I did modeling and I was asked to shoot nude and those pictures immediately got into circulation where my family saw them. Oh man. And my family ripped me a new one so quickly that it changed like my entire trajectory. I was just like, that was the most awful experience in my life. Having to have a conversation with my mom, why I did that. Yeah. And I didn't know any better. They're like, oh, yeah, come on, shoot with your clothes off. Everybody does it. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'll take my clothes off. Let's do yes, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I've seen I, how those photographers work, too. It's it's a trip. Yeah, it was stupid. It was really stupid. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not sitting here crying about it now. I don't care. But it was one of those kind of things where it didn't create value in my life, so there was no reason to do it. Um, there's a guy at the – Oh, that's the, a great line. What's that? It didn't create real value in my life, so why did I do it? It's a yeah. great line. So basically, there's a guy down at the grocery store here. I'm not going to say his name because I wouldn't want him to get in trouble, but he's the coolest person in the entire world. Like He does the checkout, and every single time I do him, he's like, dude, he's like, whenever you're ready to get into porn, he's like, I've got all the connections. He's like, just do it. And I love him. He's been a friend of mine for like you know nearly 10 years now but he's been trying to pitch me on it for a long time and I'm on the verge of doing it. 
but I've got a good life, so I don't really need to yet. But I do get constantly jealous of OnlyFans. Like one of my friends that I first moved to LA with is dumb as a box of rocks, like just doesn't have much going on. Like if you bumped into him, he's the sweetest guy. He's handsome. He's kind. Like he's got everything in the way that he's just a, he's a good human, but you would never expect him to accomplish anything. He got onto OnlyFans about a year, year and a half ago. And this dude is renting out five bedroom homes for Coachella. He's, I'm talking to him. He's traveling all over the world this summer. It's, it's dudes all, who want to see him. It's dudes. Oh, 100%. There's nobody, it, it, there's chicks, chicks are not making transactions to see other naked people. They don't, there, there's no girl. Oh, that's interesting. So fans only is. It's hundred percent a male driven um, website. Economy? If, if, if I could imagine. What's he do on there? What's he do on there? I mean, oh shit, is that a bobcat? Hold on. Is that oh, art on? Look, look on the, look on his wall. Trying to capture what? a bobcat for a while. Sorry. Look on his wall. What is that? Is that is that menstrual art? That is. No, that's a tractor that I've been painting for years that I just left like that. And people think it's like so interesting that I left a half-painted tractor inside of a massive like gold and regal frame. Here's what I think. I think that you put someone um, down on their back and you had sex with them in the missionary position while they were in their menses. And that was the stain. I'm not really into that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you are into it. I'm very surprised. Okay. You so it down that right. So your buddy is, uh, so he does stuff on camera. He does, he has a fans only. What's he do? Like tie, put his shoes on naked or just like, what's he do? Oh, so you ran up there. Hold pause. You ran. So you ran up there to the pool on this property where other people live. Naked. Did you get in trouble for that? Will they report you to the guy who owns the property? No, no, no. It's, it's, we all know each other really well. It's not like, you know, I'm a criminal. I didn't like break into their house and steal their, you know, their diamond earrings. Um, this time Ever I get a note bumped- that says, Hunter, we love you, but could you wear um, underwear at the pool? I mean, when you live on top of a mountain, you should have the opportunity to be naked whenever you want to be. Have you ever seen any of them naked? No. My roommate, unfortunately, has probably seen my ding dong between 50 and 7,500 times. Have, have you ever rested your balls on their chin? No, Brock's a sweet soul. I would never do that to him. I think I told you this. We're totally we're total opposites. He wakes up every single day and meditates for like one to four hours. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like a pinball machine. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. and uh, you know, when I first met him, he was, he's a black guy with dreads with tattoos all over his body. He's a yoga instructor, like meditational, spiritual guy. Uh, and now he's an Asian guy with no tattoos. No tattoos. And I mean, listen, like he's he's taught me and got me into meditation a bit, and I've got him into the gym a bit, which is interesting. But the the whole them seeing me naked thing was not the worst thing in the entire world. I just told him, I was like, guys, you got to give me 30 seconds. I got to jump in this pool, and I'm not going to jump in with my clothes because I got to get back on this call. So if you're going to see not to butt, look away. Um, I picture him as being gay and enjoying it. Um, I have a friend who, who has a fans only page also. I have a couple friends, but Guy one of girl. them, let's be honest, girls, two girls. And are they both in CrossFit? Uh, yeah. And I cannot believe, uh, and, and, um, I don't think either, well, I haven't seen their pages, but, but the, both of them told me that they don't show nipple. 
but I cannot believe the money one of them is making. It yeah. is, it is nuts. There's this line where it's kind of hard to. And when I mean no nipple, I mean, that means they don't show vagina or anything either. They're just like, they just go about their day. Just like, it's like classy. Like it's like skin. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that. Well, one of the girls is definitely kind of a fetish girl. She's got some fetish, fetish attributes. She's, she's not like, well, there's this thing where it's like, I guess all go CrossFit girls are kind of fetish girls, but we just don't realize it because we're in there. It's, it's, um, it's basically, I don't know, brought the sex industry into, you know, into the future where it's one, it's very easy to manage Two, it's much safer and three, it's much more profitable. And I wonder how much fans only takes what percentage. I think a big profit. So they're like the new pimp. It's not like, oh my God, my producer and director used to take so much money from me. I'm so free now. Now it's fans only taking it from you. Yeah, but think about it. It's the same reason why it's so interesting. Like my entire life's changed. I used to have to walk people in Malibu that had too much money Mm -hmm. and that would like talk down to me uh, to make my paychecks. And now all of my training, like you'll just, this entire call, you'll just see, Bing, 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 Shopify things going off. And I don't ever have to leave the house. For these people, they take one. And what, are the, what are those people buying from you? Tick pics, let's be honest. Uh, um, is, is, that, no. is that your training? That, that's your training? Tell me no, the name no, of that's, it again. That, that's the training. Um, that's training, supplements, all that kind of stuff. But these people, all they have to do is get one of these bubble sticks. They spread, spread it out. They spread their cheeks. They take a picture, and then they're on for the day. Oh. I read this article. This is a, I read this article. So there was this porn star that became really big and I didn't even know who she was. I only knew who she was because of um, Entourage. Her name was Sasha Gray. Did you change your home screen on your training site? Yes. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. We're changing it all the time. We're always kind of like every couple months we do it. We, we do a bunch of research we see you can like basically with these websites now you can see and track where people are clicking and how quickly they turn things over. So we're God, you're handsome. You really are handsome. Thanks, man. I worked really hard at that. You didn't do shit for that. I have to decide. You know what? Let's have a let's have a serious. I won't forget about I won't forget about Sasha Ray. I do want to hear about Sasha Ray. That is an interesting subject, but I want to ask your opinion about this. I've always had a mullet since probably the age of 12 to 13, on and mm. off. Now everybody has this hairdo. I would say mm. one in five guys that I see in the streets have the same hairdo. Justin I, Medeiros, Ricky, Ricky Simone. I don't know what to do. Theo I mean, Vaughn. I think, I, I think there should be like a mullet throwdown where we like all meet up in like a dirt parking lot and just beat the fuck out of each other. Oh, yeah. The strongest mullet wins. Last mullet standing. We already had this conversation before. Nobody likes to use physicality to handle situations anymore. So, wasn't there a movie where a guy had a name? It's like a documentary, and a guy had this name, and he said he started just calling everyone out who had the same name as him, first and last name, and they all met somewhere and fought. Highlander. No, no, no. This that's a, this is a real movie, like a documentary, <laughs> and then they all fought to see who got to keep the name. This is a real movie, like a documentary. Like this is real yeah, life shit. Yeah, I, w- I wish I could remember the name of it. Hunter, when you retire, would you consider pro wrestling? That's a great question. 
I literally got a call from the WWE last week. Serious? Yep. And I, I tried out for the WWE in 2017 and they offered me the job. I'll show you the picture. But the fucking contract is so god awful. It's like you might as well I you might as well work at CVS. I mean, you could become the richest. See, look, that's me at the WWE a couple of years ago, uh, 2017. Wow. And I went through the whole thing, got offered the job, and I was like, no, no, that is such an awful deal. The beautiful Nick Sador says, get a bubble stick, spread your cheeks, and you're good for the day. Hunter S. Mack. Um, do you want to, I want to, I want to say something, but you were in a story about Sasha. Do you want to do Sasha or do you want me to go off on this little thing here real quick? No, I just, one day I woke up and I was like, I was thinking about OnlyFans and I woke up and I was like, what is happening with the ancient porn stars versus the new day porn stars? So there Mm -hmm. was these two porn stars that were really, really big. There's this girl, I think her name was Lana Rhode. She became really, (laughs) these are two girls that became mainstream off of porn. Sasha Gray became mainstream and did uh, Entourage. And she was on there and was like a character in the show, was dating Vince. And then she decided she wanted to go like try to become a movie star and write scripts and stuff. And it didn't seem like her life panned out financially or just, you know, career wise as much as she wanted it to. This Lana Rhodes girl who was, uh, you know, a more of a modern day porn star, she became really popular because she dated one of the like Logan Paul's partners uh, on his like, you know, YouTube career. And then she started OnlyFans. And this girl was like, I think they said she printed like $300,000 in one day, one time. And it just is so crazy how this girl, what's that girl's name? The girl, the other, I think her name is Lana Rhodes. And that's the one. That's the other, like, kind of mainstream. This is a, um, the, Sasha Gray's like third, like you know, let's say ten to fifteen years older, probably than this Lana Rhodes girl. And it's just crazy. If you were born in Sasha Gray's era and you didn't capitalize on the new OnlyFans thing, what you know, you didn't have the opportunity to. You you missed out on an opportunity of becoming like a, a mega billionaire porn star. This, These this girl right has here, sixteen million followers. I know, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like from an era wise. Sasha Rhodes was the porn star 10, 15 years ago. This girl oh. is the porn star now. And she she only like, keeps up 15 posts and she archives the rest. Yeah. I, I don't know even know what that means. But it's just insane to see how these people's careers have changed so much. And one of the biggest factors is OnlyFans. And I oh, she's girl, on Pornhub. This girl's on, you can see this chick get railed on Pornhub. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. She's a big-time porn star. I know. I'm having trouble believing it. Yeah, I wouldn't click that. You're probably going to crack the screen. This is the one that's married to Logan Paul? No, no. She was dating one of Logan Paul's – I think his name is Mike or something. But she was dating one of these guys and became kind of a mainstream name in the public because she was, like, doing things besides porn. That guy in the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the – that's kind of the – that's the – oh, Yeah. I don't want to say anything mean about him. That's actually a good podcast. Logan Paul's pretty inquisitive. That guy, and there's another good guy too. Kind of looks like a like um, he could be like my Armenian brother. And those two are good. This guy's kind of a this guy's kind of a dick, and it doesn't and tries to act smart, but he's not. He should just keep asking questions like Logan and the other dude. He tries to like be adversarial with people. 
Do you think if they do like a Rotten Tomatoes, if they put Logan Impulsive Show next to the show that we do on Wednesdays, they'll be like, like they're like they're like seventy two, and we're like ninety seven. Anything that's above ninety seven is just fake ratings. But we're at that like we're at the cusp of just like the purest, most beautiful piece of art in the world. Hunter, remember how you said you wake up in the morning and sometimes you feel lonely. Uh-huh. I'm like ten years ahead. I'm sitting on the top of this mountain, just waiting for the world to get up here. Me too. Yeah. There's not catching on. Uh, I, I wanted to um, show you something that I saw. Uh, so I have Dave Castro in my Google alerts. I have a bunch. I have you in my Google alerts. I have a bunch of people in my Google alerts. That's how I kind of stay up to speed on my guests. And this article popped up and it's this magazine called box rocks. And it says it's a competitive fitness magazine. And I scroll down here and I see, and it says, um, Box Rocks is a competitive fitness magazine, which is in the world's biggest online magazine for fans of CrossFit. And then it just goes on and on and on, just sucking itself off. Yeah. And then up here, it says, um, Dave Castro was, this is an article about uh, me interviewing Dave. Just recently? Yeah, I just had him on the show. And it says something in here. I'm going to try and find it. Um, maybe if I just put command F S E V A N. Oh, let's see down. Dave Castro sat down with Sevon for 40 minutes. Okay. So listen to this. Sevon Matosin is the former host of the official CrossFit podcast and has for the past few years done his independent podcast centered around CrossFit. Sevon and Dave have both worked for CrossFitting for years and developed somewhat of a camaraderie. It's no wonder that Dave's first interview ended up with Sevon. So, and the guy who wrote this, his name is um, Robert Bourne. The guy who wrote the... Um, he didn't write much. It's like three sentences long. Wrote the, uh, wrote the article. He go, it, 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 I scrolled through it pretty fast. And here's the guy. So I just wanted to say something to you, Robert. Um, Robert, I started working in CrossFit in 2006 and I became the executive media director, which was tantamount to the chief marketing officer. And CrossFit became the fastest growing brand on the history of the planet, reaching 162 countries on all seven continents, including Antarctica. I was in charge of everything forward facing. I have no fucking peer in the space. None. No second place. I film movies in over 100 fucking countries. I filmed famines and the richest fucking rap stars who've walked the planet. She's guy. You're trying to chop I have no, down. I'm the largest contributor to the CrossFit fucking journal. I ran the journal, which is the fucking premier fitness and health journal that's ever existed on the planet. And anyone who's read it knows that. Not your schlock that covers my ass. So maybe, maybe if you're going to be the premier Fitness magazine in the world, you you, you will uh, you you'll 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 know who I am. You'll 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 understand that I'm not just uh, pay some bigger respects. I yeah, I guess I just saw it and I'm just like you jackass. Like you I just like I you down to a podcast. It's just fucking hilarious. You know, go, Google. Uh, there's a website called poopsenders.com. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I guarantee this is my mom because we talked about those photos. <laughs> fucking say a thing. It's not your mom. Ryan, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Great lift I saw you do the other day. You stoked? What lift? Oh. 
Oh, the the two eighty five. Yeah. The snatch. Yeah. God, you're a beast. Yeah. Pretty neat. Just pretty a, neat. Just How's another the, day at the office. This guy used to work the back end for YouTube uh, for us, uh, Hunter. Yeah, I was Hunter. I was on the show in the back end with you, or when we had you on one time. He's been on the, the back. He's in, been on the back end with you, the, Hunter. Is it nice? Is this the guy in North Dakota or like Nebraska? Yeah. Wow, good memory. North Dakota, yeah. Yeah. It's because yeah. I care about the people I talk to. I'm like Savon. I can't even. I couldn't even remember <laughs> Alexis Raptus. Guess 135. Holy shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wanted to call in and say hi, and uh, I have a few thoughts on my mind that I wanted to bring up because uh, a lot has happened since I've last talked to you, and I, I wanted to get your input on it. Okay. Shoot. And oh, and Hunter is a, a great. Uh, little side piece for this conversation too. I think of um, him as a side so, piece also. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a pretty cute side piece. Um, okay. So, um, Hiller is like taking over the world right now. Yes. Um, he just, pa- he passed 30... me on, he passed me on subscribers on YouTube. That's son of a. Can I just ask, what does Hiller yeah, do? I... But, but don't get it wrong, people. I'm destroying it on Apple and Spotify. Like, if you think the numbers are good on YouTube, you've seen nothing until you see our Spotify and Apple numbers. And so, and he yeah, is not, I, he I is not him. over there. So you can't really compare us, but go on. But, but I still I, give him kudos. Yeah. He's a beast. I've seen his numbers. The numbers are good. Very big. Very big. Oh, you uh, sounded like Trump so, there. The numbers are good. Very uh, big. Yeah, very big. Yeah. We got on. Yeah, that was the, that was the goal. Um, okay. So, um, Hiller kind of just is, has been calling out CrossFit. Savon, can you explain what Hiller's doing for, for Hunter? Uh, basically, he's, just, he, he's made a YouTube career out of like just watching um, CrossFit events and uh, competitions and really looking at the judging and the reps of the athletes and noticing that there's, there's a lot of mistakes. So like someone will be doing 100 wall balls and they won't go below parallel on 50 and yet they still qualify and go on to the next round. And he's really pu- pulled, shown some very, very gnarly um, hiccups in the competition basically he's exposed the competition is not being of a competition a competition needs rules right that's the whole fucking premise of it you everyone has to stay within these lines and then we judge who's the best at it and he's basically shown that it's a complete shit show over at hq in regards to the crossfit games well, would you say that's fair you, ryan if you make uh, you feel i would any say better. that's fair sorry um i would say that's fair um the only thing i i would add to that is that his Tone is rather aggressive. Um, yes. he, he very much just doesn't uh, care how he comes off. And uh, at times, that can be very off-putting for a lot of people. Sure. Specifically, I, and this is, this is what, what I wanted to bring up, is that I've had a lot of people come to me and talk to me like, hey, you're not working with Savon anymore, are you? And I'm like, no, nope, I'm not. And they're like, okay, well, <clears throat> here's the thing. I don't like how aggressive and how negative they've been. And it's I'm just glad you're not around that negative space. Um, and you got haters, it's one dude. of those things where, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have any haters. No one's telling me they hate me, but like what, what I wanted to bring up is that like, there is a negative, um, like the space is getting more negative, whether or not it's for the better of CrossFit. Uh, like there is a negative dialogue that's being created. And CrossFit has never really had this sort of dialogue before where the community is actually like 
there's infighting going on. And uh, I can see how in the future um, this can be really bad for Andrew. Uh, I, specifically, I've been in internet communities before for podcasts and stuff like this, where uh, they have a very negative, like this podcast I listen to, PKA, they have a very negative and uh, mean uh, comedy style. And I love it. I, I, I love it. But when you create that kind of audience, you end up creating uh, that audience ends up also being mean and negative and they have a very mean uh, comedy style when they're joking in the comments and stuff like that. And what that ends up doing is it ends up uh, essentially eroding the fan base over time. And what I worry is that for Andrew in the future, his audience will eventually eat him. He'll make a mistake. Like, like the woke uh, crowd, like how they, 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 they think they're safe, but eventually they cannibalize the, each other too. Like that's exactly, just what they do. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It, it, can, it's human nature, right? Can I give um, you guys a parallel it, reference? Yeah. Go ahead, Hunter. Yeah. So I used to compete in the sport of Spartan race. Spartan race was much in parallel with um, the growth of CrossFit. They both were kind of popping up and exploding uh, with growth around 2010. They both had peaks around that 2014 through 2016 period. And then I realized just slightly after that, it started to go down. Um, basically, something similar happened in our sport where a couple of years ago, there was a big, even before you guys had your big exchange. What's your sport? What's your sport? High Rocks? No, no, uh, Spartan Race. I'm talking oh, about okay, Spartan okay, Race. Okay. So they had this exchange where they had kind of a change of guard. This guy took over as director of sport. His name's David Watson, biggest cocksucker on the planet. Shout out to you, Dave. Um, and there was a big changing of the guard. There was a lot of people that changed over. Tough Mudder dumped. Um, Spartan Race bought Tough Mudder. All these kind of things. And what happened, kind of what happened when uh, in CrossFit, there was this changing of the guard. And with these new people in the place, uh, basically I think the old fans don't align with the new initiative of the company. And what happens that's really bad is basically there's this negative murmur going around and the company, I had this conversation with the director of sport. Um, now his name is, uh, Steve Hammond. I was like, dude, the only, he knew how bad things mm -hmm. were. I was like, dude, you need to grab a hold of this and start changing the narrative, start producing media, speaking positively and putting out a message about what's going on, the future of the sport, what's happening and really combat all of these people with these negative thoughts and basically predicting what's going to happen for the company for you. You tell the audience what's going to happen for the company. You tell them, you, you fill them with positive thoughts. And I think that's what happened with CrossFit. They had this humongous change. Can, can Glassman, can Dave Castro put Eric Rose in, put other people in. There's all these new people in place. People lose confidence in what the, is going to happen with the brand. And then all of a sudden that negativity starts to come up. And people are trying to usurp what's going on with the brand. They're trying to bring back in Castro to see if they can kind of combat some of this negative thought of what's going on with the company, but someone's got to take this position, like, you know, the world by the nuts and, you know, grab it back. And that's why I think they brought Castro in, but I don't know if he's willing to fucking, you know, I personally wouldn't want to take care of a brand that canned me that quickly. 
Someone, Ryan, someone sent me a, a DM yesterday and they said, uh, I know you don't like Hiller. And um, first of all, that's absolutely not true. It's interesting just how people perceive things. When I think of Hiller, I think of this guy who's so fucking humble. I think of him as a super humble man, and I think of him as ferocious like a tornado, not ferocious like a mountain, meaning he's wind. If you push on him, he gives. And he's totally talkable about, and he just has just that that energy that he comes off with is just if, if you um, if you react to it, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like when he's on the show, we have a great back and forth, and it's funny, and there's a lot of there's a lot of um, joking around. I could see why someone might think that. Um, uh, I could see why people m- might think we're um, being negative. But I, but I don't, but I don't, but I don't feel, I don't feel it in my day-to-day life. I feel so positive in my day-to-day life. I think everyone, I, I feel, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't, I don't, I think that probably most of the haters don't even listen to the show. They don't, they don't, they don't, um, so, so, I mean, like they're not listening to the shows I do with Athena or with Annie or with DeLugos or with Con Porter, or I just don't think that they are. And I, and I know it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a pretty gnarly mix of really, really, really deep talk. The deepest talk I've heard on the internet with some of the most crass humor on the internet. So I, I get it. It's a, um, it's, it's quite a bridge. It really is. And, uh, you know, when you, when you're dealing with, when Andrew is dealing with this stuff and he's talking about when he's calling people inter- uh, idiots on the internet, yeah. on his videos, he's like, idiot, you know, yeah. uh, that will come off as uh, that he's a dick, um, especially if that's the only video you watch. Right. You don't completely understand the entire narrative that right. he's been putting out. Because People will watch that video in a vacuum. And when you watch a video in a vacuum where he's going on a rampage and like, you know, like, uh, what's the, uh, movie with Mel Gibson, the one where, uh, like, uh, cream and octa, what's that one? I don't remember. Where they're burning, burning villages down, uh, Braveheart. Um, you know, when you're burning down villages and you're, you're destroying people in one video and they only see that video in a vacuum, um, that will create a negative narrative. Uh, not only for CrossFit, but for him, right? Uh, and in that narrative, in the comments, those fans start to get wild. They start to get crazy. Yeah, and my wife. I've gotten in God, trouble from my wife for calling people idiots. On the, she, every time I call someone an idiot, I get talked to. Please don't do that. I think yeah, she's no, right. I, I think I she's right. Too. I think it's probably not a good idea. I think my wife's right. No, I, my mom used to call me an idiot. And so it's one of those things where, like, I hate when someone calls me an idiot. It bugs the shit out of me. This um, is getting so, deep. But anyways, um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where he's going to make a mistake in the future. I'm calling it right now. He's going to make a mistake. Like, he's going to do an open workout, and he's not going to meet a standard. And... His fan base is going to rip him a new one. But I think he's smart. Uh, He'll lean into it, Ryan. That's the whole thing by meant his humility. I don't think people realize his humility. He's okay. Like, he's ready to grab his ankles. Well, that's because he has to do. He's smart, and that's what he's going to do because from a PR perspective, that's the smart thing to do. He already had that happen to him this year where from the 2021 Open, he didn't squat below parallel or whatever. And uh, he ended up deleting the video off of YouTube, and uh, you know he made a video about talking about about it. But uh, it's 
So like he's already made that mistake before, but it will happen again. And in the future, as he keeps stirring stuff up, he's going to eventually have a blow that he's going to have trouble with in the future because his fan base is ready to attack all the time. Let me ask you uh, this. So Let I, me, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go, uh, do you think the females I get did, away? Do you think the females get away with um, m- more shitty reps than the men? I'll answer that in two seconds. All I want to say, Savon, <laughs> is I is I care about you. Um, I don't you. really care about Andrew Hiller. Um, I care about you. Thank you. And I don't want you to get in trouble with something like this, with creating a a narrative that is always negative. Ah, and thank you. Your fan base ends up turning on you in the future. And I, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I it can happen to any any team, any podcast, whatever. So, like, just be cautious with that. I, I know you're going to be you and you're going to say whatever you're going to say, but that is something that you have to keep in mind is when you have fans like that. I feel like get, he really cares, Hunter. Uh, anyways, anyways, you said it's authentic. You Sometimes like you got to have friends that call you and let rest. you know what's up. Yeah. Um, you said females get, are you asking if females get away with more no reps in competition? Dick butter says, sorry, the females get away with more, frankly. Um, I, I think like for Brookwell's case with the clamping of the rope with that video or whatever, um, one thing I don't remember Andrew Hiller saying is giving an example of how we could fix that issue, which he always claims, you know, I always, you know, give a solution, but he didn't talk about how the judge could have just be positioned on the opposite part side of the rope, which is where you would have you would be able to see the leg clamp if it did happen because they're running towards the rope and they immediately jump up. And the judge is on the backside staring at Brooke Wells's butt. And so he's not looking at the clamp. He's looking at her butt. And then, you know, not looking so, at the clam or not looking at the clamp. Clamp. Pee, clamp. Oh, okay. I thought that was a little yeah. crass for you yeah. to use the word clam. You're, it doesn't seem like you're. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. Um, but because you know, know the like, clam is often used to refer to the vagina in uh, in the hood on the streets. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm looking streets. at this Andrew Hiller guy, and he basically does the same thing as Carrie Ritchie. So he's like an American version of Carrie Ritchie. No, they're totally different. Who's Carrie really? Ritchie? Like, yes, I mean they they talk in front of a camera, but like if you watch, yeah. oh, uh, Hiller and- says stuff. Craig Ritchie doesn't say stuff. So Craig Ritchie yeah, will be exactly, like, these were exactly. some fantastic. Look at these reps that so-and-so did. What do you think, fans? What? Yep. Um, uh, Dave Castros is back. Well, we have some stuff to think about now. Uh, where Hiller's like, this motherfucker's back, and he's going to enter the games, and he's going to change it. So only men over six foot four, like Andrew, will like, put a flag in it and start making claims and shit. Craig Ritchie's like, off in the fucking ambiguity. Like, he doesn't say anything. It's just... It's just I don't know how anyone yep. watches his shit, to be honest. I don't have anything. Like, yeah. I don't hate the guy or anything, even though he's a complete fucking asshole to me when I met him. But um, <laughs> his videos are completely unwatchable. If you want to learn something it's, it's like smoking dope. I like this trash. Yeah. Talk. I'm just going to keep vapid. on dropping. Look at Ryan. You've made the show negative. I'm just going to drop things on the ground and see how you guys react. Okay, Ryan, thank you very much for your input. I appreciate it. Um, I, I do. I, I, I sense your love and your caring, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Have fun, right, Dakota, brother. Later. Yeah. No plan B, motherfucker. I'm going to sit on this mountaintop until the rest of you bitches get there. And for people like Bruce, Lane, who are, Bruce Wayne who are sitting next to me, thank you. Heidi, thank you.
What's no plan B stand for? There's just no plan B. I just realized it the other day. All these people who listen to all these motivational speeches and all this stuff and they need hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. I'm like you. I have no plan B. I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, it's 6 a.m. I get to do my podcast. Like, and there is no other option. I'm going to do my podcast relentlessly every day. There's three things I care about my health, my family, and this podcast. And that's it. There's no plan B. I'm going to die doing this until as, as, as the NBA hell. player who was on the show the other day said, Gary Chavikian, I'm going to die. I'm going to keep going until God stops me. There is no plan B. I'm not like, oh, I can't wait till I get a house. I can't wait till I do this. I can't wait till Hunter invites me to his place in Malibu. And then, then I'll have made it. We live differently. No plan B. You have no plan B either. Caller, hi. You're on with Hunter McIntyre. Hey, Savon, Hunter. How you doing? Wow, I like this energy. This is nice. <laughs> mm. Hey, I got a few questions. First one's a little bit more back-end stuff. So when you guys do like a live YouTube, like yesterday it was Cleo, it's not on the Apple podcast yet. Is there something going on on the back-end? There's a delay there? Uh, just to, basically what happens is, is we finish the show, it gets saved to, mm-hmm. I think some software we have Streamyard, And then from there, it takes just a little while, sometimes up to 24 hours okay. then to push it to uh, Spotify and iTunes. What they do is they, re- we upload it to a, a hosting site and then they regularly come scrape our hosting site to put it up. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's why there's a delay there. And because Hunter has to approve all of our podcasts. We send them down. All content (laughs) has to be sent to my media team approved. So the second thing I have is, is, uh, Savannah, this is for you. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I watched Powerhouse and it hit me. It hit me really hard, harder than I thought it would. Uh, Watching those older adults go through the daily struggles of, of their life. I have two two older kids, uh, uh, they're autistic. Uh, they're seven and five. And, you know, I, I've thought about that documentary probably every day since I've watched it. Um, it was difficult. How did, how did that change you? How did that change you as a person just going there every day, working there and seeing them? The worst thing that can happen to you as a human being is to have your mental faculties mm. damaged. There is nothing worse. There, there's no second place. There's no, you cut off all the limbs. It doesn't matter if your mental faculties are damaged. You are in a, your life is severely compromised to, to a point where yeah. it's, 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 it's heart wrenching. If yeah. you damage the brain, you, there's, there's no, there's no, there's, there's almost, there's almost no coming back and your life will be fucking miserable. I'll tell you, I made that movie. It won 30 film festival awards. It beat the Academy award winning films everywhere. It went where we, where we faced them in film festivals. Um, HBO was going to pick it up, but they said it didn't have enough sex appeal. And um, the, when the when the state of California Department of Disabled Services saw that movie, Our House, they came and tried to shut that house down. They said it was a horrible representation mm. of disabled adults. It was completely accurate. Yes, and the par- and the parents of those adults came out in full force and told the state, "Fuck off! 
being mentally disabled mm-hmm. is not fun, and this movie shows it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it was really, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, it just hit me so hard because I, you know, my girls are seven and five. And right now it's just going through the trenches, you know, wiping butts, uh, making sure that they're clothed, make sure they have the right clothes on, make sure they're not all, not all backwards, putting their socks and shoes on for them every time we go out. But it was, you know, that we get stuck in the daily grind, my wife and I, and we forget that one day they're going to be old and it may not be us taking care of them. And it just hit me so hard. I just want to let you know that I thought about that, that documentary every day since I've watched it. And it was, it was really hard to, to watch. Um, and I really appreciate you doing that and uh, being honest and giving that honest representation. Do you want to, you want to hear something crazy? I walked by, I was homeless basically for two years and, uh-huh. I, and I was on a mission to fucking live like Jesus. And I would walk by that house barefoot every day for two years. And I was working so hard on myself. And finally, one day when I walked by there, I thought I have so much fucking love and energy pouring through me. And at that point of two years of that, I was living the fucking miracle. I could see my instant karma everywhere. The entire universe was taking care of me. I could do no wrong as long as I stayed present. And I walked by there and that was the, and I was basically just a boat out at sea. And I walked by there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my oar in the ocean and paddle now for the first time in two years. I'm going to stop. I'm going to leave my stillness. And I went in there thinking I had enough love and power and presence to heal those people. And it was, I was nothing. It was like in one month I was completely drained the most powerful human being I know is completely drained because of just the, the, mm. the amount of, of work it takes to be around those people. So I, I feel you, brother. I, I, I wish I had some, I mean, what you're doing is, is um, something that no other human being, unless they've done it. And, and I haven't done what you've done because they're not my own kids can even imagine what you're going through. Not like mm-hmm. no one, no one. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I mean, yeah. hat, hats off to you. It is, being around people who have their mental faculties, especially when you love them to death, uh, damaged or, or, or altered. I, mean, I don't know. I don't mean to say anything to, to upset you, but, but it's, it's, um, it's unfathomable until you're in that situation. Yeah. Completely unfathomable. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And I just want to let you know that it did change me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, made cool. Me think of, well, thank you. Of, of, well, I appreciate that. The last thing I want to say is, you know, before all this, this, Let's end on a lighter note. Basically, between 2012 and 2017, I feel like CrossFit was like in its golden age. Everyone was friends. And by friends, I just mean they got they got along. Yeah, 2018 you know, we was really the peak. I mean, we fucking were yeah. we were oh, crushing man. it everywhere. The yeah. only place we had a little bit of problem is affiliate retention, but we were crushing it. Yeah, everyone was on the same page. We're going for the same goal. We're going to go against big pharma. Go against big drunk companies and all the big, you know, sugar and all that. But now it's just the community seems so fractured. Hunter um, nailed it, man. When he said Spartan race needs to grab that, that guy needs to grab the fucking bull by the balls and, and, and start making some media. That mm-hmm. was it. They fired the fucking media team. It's like they taped the oh, mouth oh. shut of the fucking juggernaut and mm-hmm. worse than tape the mouth shut, remove the tongue. <laughs> and that was it. It was just a free fall after that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, let's get back to that. Thanks, brother. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, man, those days. I lived on a driveway. 
I'm Go sure ahead. this is a sensitive subject and I listen, I'm not here to support anybody's narrative. When I watched all that shit go down with Greg, when I watched the entire community turn on him. Oh, yeah, 2020. So, yes. so, so quickly and being like, I'm disaffiliating all this kind of stuff. I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. Yeah. I was like, you have no clue what that statement truly meant. And you're willing to burn down the castle that you have your bed in. Yes, yes. To make everybody feel more secure about what they think your narrative is personally. I'm like, you're a fucking nut. I was like, hey, dude, all the biggest athletes who were like pushing for that, like, they're none of this half of them didn't make the games this year, and the other half won't make the games next year, and they're going to be gone. And yet the community listened to them. Not only the community, the CEO, they were Rosa, they influenced Rosa more than anyone, and they're gone now. I'm so, so disappointed in that, man. It's just like, it was so stupid. Like, I just, why, something that you guys live and breathe in. It's your sport. It's your income. It's your community. And the person at the top, you were just like, it, it, it was like almost like back in the days, like uh, during like religious warfare. Like all of a sudden someone's like, well, Jesus actually means this. They're like, kill him. It was, it was fucking nuts, man. And I just sat there and it's like, it's not, I mean, I love CrossFit, don't get me wrong, but it's not my community. But if I owned an affiliate, I would literally contact all my affiliate friends. I'm like, if you fucking pull out of this thing, I don't think you understand how much it is going to negatively affect your business and the, the CrossFit as a whole. But it, I don't know, small-minded people, I guess. Hunter, if I heard from one of our mutual friends, um, he called me after this and was like, hey, dude, um, I was just on the phone with Hunter and he said that um, uh, that the podcast is really stupid. He's not going to do any more shows, that you upset him on there and that your viewership is dwindling. Like, just whatever. Let's say you were just trashing me. Yeah. I would never, ever, even in the small time I've known you, I would never throw, I would never throw the friendship away because of that. I would either, I would either swallow it or I would call you. And be like, hey, dude, you can always talk to me. I would never, and I would never fucking throw, um, just like uh, in college, if I came home and like my roommates were smoking all my weed, I never got like, maybe I'd get angry at them, but I would never throw the relationship away, ever. Someone didn't pay, I have friends who haven't paid me back thousands of dollars. I would never throw the relationship away. I'm not, I'm not interested in doing that. Yeah. I kind of feel good and, though. And people um, like, do that shit. People throw relationships away. Like they're. Do you understand this idea? Does this make sense to you? If you take one hundred percent accountability and one hundred percent responsibility, you will be God. Does that does that make sense to you? Do you, do you see the the algebra in that? And I and I mean algebra. Do you see the mathematics in that? If you take one hundred percent responsibility and one hundred percent accountability then you will become God. Meaning that if you're walking down the street and a car were to hit you, and even when you were on the sidewalk, you took full personal responsibility and accountability for it, you would be God. Sure. It makes sense, right? The algebra is there. That's what, God knows everything and anything and everything. So if you can get in that mindset, if you can become that person, then you are God. But do you live like that? No, but it's the goal. I know. It's impossible. Like you can't almost entirely. Be Don't tell me what's impossible. Redheaded man. You can't be completely like transparent and fluid. Like it's just almost impossible. Otherwise you just won't make it. Uh, caller. Hi. Hey, how's it going? How are you? 
I'm good. Hey, I wanted to know if uh, you've already talked about <laughs> uh, about whose podcast, Dave uh, um, Castro. Which podcast? With you. Oh no, uh, the I, yours. no, I don't know if we have. How can I help you? So tell Hunter make to yeah, say something that makes Hunter something. think that he's on a cool podcast. Yeah, Dave was a little. Um, I, it surprised me. He was like, "You're towing the fucking line," that kind of thing. Like, I didn't think he would go that hard on it. I thought it'd be like, "Ah, oh, you know, you're fine. But you're necessary too, just like Hiller." But he was like, "No, you're towing the fuck." Do you think that's like his respect for you that he said that, or do you think it? No, I thought he said I crossed the line. I thought when I said, "Hey, do you think I've crossed the line?" and he goes, "You're pretty good." Yeah, you crossed the line. I'd appreciate if in the future, instead of talking shit about CrossFit, you talk shit about me. Come to me hard directly. That's what I, how I took it. That's pretty pure. No, okay. You thought you thought he was saying Hiller scumbag and Sevon, you rock. You can do no wrong. No, I thought he just didn't care about Hiller, but he's like, since he knew you, he's like, you know what, you could do better. And so I'm wondering, are you? Do you have any plans to do better? Are you on a game plan? For uh, well, I, I was or? actually, I was, I was, I was um, I, I, no, I'm, I'm going to, um, I'm going to try to um, lay off on some of my like monologues that spontaneously pop up in my head that want to drill CrossFit. I'm going to lay off on those a little bit. And I'm going to, I am, I view Dave as my leader. I, I've chosen Dave in my life to be one of my leaders. And because of that, um, I, I take things that he says uh, very, I'm not sure what the word is. I don't want to say seriously, but I listen to him. I trust him. I've chosen him as a, as a mentor and leader. And so, but don't tell him that. You can never let your mentors know they're your mentors. Well, he wouldn't even let you call him friend. That was kind of weird too, wasn't it? Oh, I just, you know what that was? That was like, he stuck his tongue in my mouth. That's because he loves me so much that he says that stuff. <laughs> That's like, he just wants to fucking get naked with me in his pool. That's how I interpret it. Yeah. I just, That's when he good. said that, I'm like, wow, that's intimate. If, if someone's like, if, if Hunter and I started screaming at each other, some people would think we were fighting. I would be like, wow, we have a really intense relationship. I think I just see the world maybe a little different than other people. I try to go big picture with those things. So if the fact that a man would tell me, be careful that you're not my friend, I'm like, oh man, he, we, this is intimate. We're like, maybe we're lovers. That's how I took it. Do you, do you think uh, Dave meant when he said that Hiller was necessary? Do you think he, do you think he meant that it's necessary kind of like, you know, it's necessary for something to hurt, like to bring you pain when it needs your attention. You know, or is it necessary as in like, oh, he's no, he's a good thing for the sport. We need him, you know, uh, appreciate what he's doing kind of thing. Or do you think he's just like, oh, this is just a, a pain in the ass, but we have to have. If uh, you want to jump a car, you have to have a ramp. And I think p people who are critical are like ramps and they allowed CrossFit to jump into the air. I, that, that's how I think of it. That's how I think of sort of his evil and adversaries. Go I ahead. I don't Hunter, think there's sorry. leaders anymore in CrossFit, though. Don't you remember in the beginning? I didn't mean like leader in CrossFit. I mean leader just in my life. If I had questions about my life, I would I would talk to Dave. But the go biggest ahead. issue right now is there's no more leaders in CrossFit. It used to yes, be Greg Glassman, Dave correct. Castro, people correct. like you putting out the media for correct. gymnastics. They had a coach. For weightlifting, they had a coach. There was all completely these Completely empty, people. of void of leadership. 100%. And then they completely broke that system down 
And I, I remember the thing that really freaked me the fuck out when I got an email from CrossFit about CrossFit health. And it was this woman, this woman's probably gonna be really upset with me, but it was like a very makeup up plastic surgery looking woman that said CrossFit health. And I was like, man, you guys fucking lost it. It used to be like coach Bergner and a couple other people. Like I remember Greg Admonson was the guy who gave me my, um, Admonson, Greg Admonson, Amundsen, but I like, Amundsen, sorry, whatever. Amundsen. He gave me my kettlebell cert and like these people weren't Hollywood, like this CrossFit health woman that they were putting up there. Um, but there's no more leaders. There's no more leaders. I don't even know who to look to anymore for information and CrossFit as a resource anymore. This is true. CrossFit has a quiet leader, Nicole Carroll. That's for sure. I mean, but, but, but you, you need more than one. Fringe sports though. What? Like Spartan, like Spartan game or whatever. All the other endurance racing, obstacle course, where's the leaders there either? I, we just discussed that. It fucking doesn't have it. That's why Spartan race sucks ass. They want it. What up? Yeah. I don't know anything about them, but I do know that that is the problem at CrossFit. So, and someone called me the other day and said that, be like, hey, why do you guys keep talking about all the minutiae and all the small problems at CrossFit? The real problem is, is that there's no leadership. And that's the truth. I, what I do think, though, is when someone like Dave comes on the show and they're like, hey, um, stop attacking CrossFit and to, to attack me, uh, he's, he's, that's, that's pretty um, putting a stick. That's like he's saying I'm the leader. That's the way I took that. Like, hey, hey, you want to you want to fight Hunter? Fuck you, fight me. Yeah. Whoever, whoever runs Rogue needs to just take over CrossFit and reform yeah. this whole. Bill thing. Henniger, the Don Corleone of the fitness space. Do you know who Bill anyway, Henniger is, uh, Hunter? Do you know who Bill Henniger is? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine him being naked in a leather uh, overall yes. like apron. Yes. In a room full of cocaine, and there's just a bunch of welders behind him. Yes. And and, and, and he wears some maskless, some maskless, assless <laughs> chaps, leather overalls. God, I wish I had created Rogue. I'm over here just fucking suffering. God, and he got a great wife, too. I love Katie. Savon, don't, I'm going to leave, but don't change a thing, even though Dave wants you to be less negative, whatever it was. But here's, here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What you guys? I'm on the day. I'm on the Dave train, I, but I won't change a thing. Don't worry. But it's just that you think that you think I'm on the B train, but I'm on the A train. Yeah, I won't change a thing. Don't worry. I agree with you. Yes, but I am on the Dave train. But don't worry. I'm not going to change a thing. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Oh, he said I love you back. That was dope. Hey, Hunter. I just said I love you to that guy, and he said I love you back. That was dope. Ryan Jevney saying the show is negative. I just said I love you to someone. And, and Okay. Let's see. I should play something. Um, I, I should play something. Oh, yeah, cool. Hey, that caller, that caller, I said something. Um, I said something positive to that. Oh, here. So here's the other part to that God thing. Okay. This is why, this is what I wanted to load up. I said, I love you to that caller. And he said, I love you. I said, he said, I love you too. That's solid. That's a fucking solid. Yeah. Well, hit right there. Yeah. Oh, Rob the earth. Okay. Now listen. So, so listen, so listen, this, this is the, the, the comrade to that thing about per, pure. Um, thank you, Jeffrey. I love you too. You're a good dude, buddy. Um, this is this is the 
Fuck you. Please. This is this is a family show. What are you squirting into your mouth? It's called Boa. It's just sodium in a can. Oh. Ha. <laughs> I put something called Boa in your mouth. Okay, listen. Listen listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> Classy. Boa. How what a fucking marketing scam is that? Here, honey, put the boa in your mouth. Okay, here we go. If you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. This- Do you get that? Yeah. If you can't see God at all, you if you wait, wait, what did he say? This is a quote by Yogi. If you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. It's the it's the it's the it's the thing then. Can I share something? And I hope this doesn't insult this dude. Yeah. I feel like this is a man that became part who was part of society. Yeah. He was a fringe of society. He was the guy who was doing CrossFit in jean shorts. He was a fringe society member. And then he found <laughs> then he found the truth, which is that you do not need society to, I don't know, enjoy life. And then all of a sudden he went out there and found all that joy and then recognized that the rest of the world was moving on without him. And now he's coming back. Like if you truly found truth, then why do you have to tell everybody about it through a social media channel? Like that's, For, that's the thing that confuses me, confuses me the most. Well, like, but, but when all, you're, when you're on the path to truth, there is a, uh, there's some he's monetizing it now too. You mean by like selling his, his, his like vitamin powders and stuff? Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not insulting him at all. I'm selling right. things. I'm right. selling things too. Like I'm right. part of this, co- like, uh, you know, I'm part of the system as well. I'm just thinking that there's like all these charlatans. There's not, and I'm not saying him specifically, but there's all these people that are trying to, you know, produce information, but they're producing information with a buy button attached to it. The, the path is, is, is lonely and it's scary. I'm almost on the path, man. I'm so close. Probably within five years, I do not need to be a part of the system at all anymore. And I will live on top of a mountain with my house fully paid off with ducks and bees. And I'll write books up there. And every once in a while, I'll come down and I'm going to put this book inside of a thing. And it's gonna, I'm going to have a publisher just send it out to the world. And I'll disappear back up to my mountaintop. And whether or not the book was successful or flopped, I'll just, I don't care. You just have the money donated to my account. Hundred percent. I I I like the fact I like hearing these things. From I, I, him. I just I get confused. I like I watching really him respect, touch his I really hair. I like this. Guy. Yeah, I, I really do respect this guy. But when I watch it, I feel like there's a hook at the end of the sentence. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Let's play a little bit more. Let's play. Yeah. Budgen, and the greatest thing about it is that if you're allergic to the word God, you can replace it with your favorite synonym like source or spirit or light or energy. They all work. My personal favorite is self. If you can't see self in all, you can't see self at all. This entire game here is for the experience of self, the expansion of self the realization of the full spectrum of self it is all if you can't so i think see that's God, stimulating i think that i think is, that 
I, I, I respect everything that he just said, and I'm trying to once again. I bow down. I think this guy is awesome, but I just wish he didn't have an iPhone. I wish he was like on the corner. <laughs> I wish that's like, like the people who hate the Liver King because he flies in a G5. I'm like, dude, leave him alone. No, 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 no. I'm not hating on him. Dude, yeah, the yeah. Liver King thing's another story, but it's just like I, I wish that he was just on the corner of down on Venice Beach saying all these things. Right. That's the only way that you could source his information. And he lived only on a unicycle. He had no other belongings. Um, That's when I'd become a true follower. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the expedited version of this. Well, well, there's a couple things. Have you heard the statement on people who don't talk to strangers don't talk to angels? I talk to all strangers, so I talk to angels right. all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. Um, so there's a there's a house, and at the top there's a there's a guru. And the line to get to the house at the top of this hill is, is like seven weeks long, right? So you, so you go there and you, and you march up the hill over seven weeks and you camp and, and the, guru, the door opens to see the guru between nine and nine every day. And there's this guy and he gets all the way up to the top of the house after waiting in line for seven weeks, right? And the, it, fucking the door opens and it's this fucking dirty old man with fucking like flies and shit and everything all over him and he's just a fucking filth bucket and the guy says i'm here to see the guru and the man says yes and then he goes enter and he walks the dude through the house and then opens the back door and then says through here and then the guy walks out and he closes the door and the guy turns around and he's like looks to someone on the side he's like, i came here to see the guru and there's like yeah you saw him he just walked you through the house and you left and and he couldn't see the guru because he was ex he had an expectation, right? So well, I have expect my expectation. Yes, I know. And you I'm not raw. That's the motherfucker. Why are you filming it. that in a Tesla? Get back on your unicycle, bitch! I'm just saying. How cool is it that though you are accepting of a guru on a unicycle? That's I, I mean I am a guy on a unicycle, so I just I have this this <laughs> kind of thing. You know? Can you ride a unicycle? I'll ride the fuck out of unicycles. You know, this is like a similar thing. And this, once again, it's not comparison to him, but whenever I see online, there's these advertisements. People are like, hey, man, I'm a personal trainer and I make, you know, here's my, my, um, my Shopify account. I made $300 billion last month. And he's like, I'm tired of making so much money for myself. I want to help you. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. If you're making $300 billion last month, why the fuck would you go back into the trenches to help a bunch of idiots that are probably never going to make it? If you're doing so well, why are you coming to help us? It's because you don't I want to well. defend those people, but here's why. And you know this is true. There, there is no end for us, no plan beers. We just go. It's never enough. It's not about getting enough. I've, I have a 100% of formula of enough. You do? hundred percent. I mean, it's pretty ridiculously high, but it's enough. Hey, you should read this book. Um, uh, f uh, the Patrick bed, David book. I think, do you know who that is? Patrick you know that ben is? David, Patrick bed. I'm going to show you his book in one second. First, I want to show you this. My buddy's arm. My, can you see these pictures? This is the arm wrestling guy. I was just watching videos of him this morning. My buddy Devin's going to arm wrestle this guy on June 25th. You know Devin LaRat? Yeah, Devin LaRat. Yeah, he was on my show last week, a couple days ago. He's a big motherfucker. I think I could snap his arm off. I think you could, too. He's a pussy. He's from Canada, too, right? Yeah. I don't, Just, think, he wants, I don't think he wants to be, though. 
You can't even say Canada without being soft. I know it. What a what a disaster Canada turned into. I, I used hey, to be did a you, huge they, they passed fan. some law now. They they're they're going to start censoring their internet. They passed some crazy law, Bill C eleven or something yesterday. It is scary. We we need to just go up there and take that place, set them free. It wouldn't be that hard, door. dude. If you went up there with a rubber band gun, you could probably take over the country. Um, what, who who was like? Oh, Patrick Bed David. Let's see, Patrick. Your next five moves. This book. It's a good book. But basically, he says you. Are, he he talks about having to already have to see yourself there. Your next. I already. I know exactly where I want to be. Your next move. But you're all. I think you might. You you need to accept the fact you're already there. I am already there, but you have to admit that there is a financial structure to have freedom, and unless you have that level of freedom, and listen, sometimes I see the bum on the side of the road who's just like wasted, laughing his ass off at a bus stop, and I'm jealous because he's already found freedom. He has nothing. He has nothing to own. He owns nothing, so he has nothing to be responsible for except for the next booze bottle. I'm like, fuck, he's there. He's there. But you want to have a shower and um, a No, sauna. I don't need a shower. I don't Insinuate. often shower. I just, I want to make sure that I have this place where there's no one that can get in the way of my day. Like, if I need to jump into the pool naked, there should never be somebody who's able to tell me I'm not able to do that. If I want to <laughs> shoot, if I want to shoot the gun, no one should be able to tell me I'm not allowed to shoot the gun. Um, if I want to dig a hole, the HOA or something like that should not be able to tell me how deep the hole can be and how wide it can't be. Um, so that's why there's like a certain financial point that you need to have. But then also I think about it, like I can't even get anywhere anymore. Gas is seven, $7 and 17 cents a gallon where I'm at. I'm paying $200 twice a week right now. So there wow. is a certain, wow. there is a certain amount of money that you need to be able to afford living unless you just ride around on a new cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Or give up those needs, but you, but, but you want stuff. You want to have like, you want a girlfriend and kids and to, you want to be able to dig a hole. I do. Me I do. too. Yeah. I, I can't, want to do, the, I want the writing is too, too small on this thing. Do you have to have a COVID vaccination to dump semen now? COVID-19 vaccination BNT162B2 temporarily impairs semen concentration and total motil count among semen donors. So um, th- uh, this this is a pretty fucking crazy article. This is a fucking crazy article. So for 150 days after, if, if I read this right, after, uh, and, I, and I passed it by a couple of urologists to make sure I, I was reading it right. Fuck you know, Jerry. Basically, for 150 days after you take the vaccine, your your um, sperm count drops by 22 percent, and it stays down that low for three months, and then bounces back. Probably not a bad thing. <laughs> I want to know the mechanism of this thing that's supposed to protect me from getting the fucking common cold. This fucking shit up in my balls. That's all I want to know. Why that happens? Well, think yeah. about it. You get sick. When your body gets sick, it stops producing things at the rate that it used to produce it. So it's, it's simple. If you got a cold right now, your body's going to slow down. 
So you're saying the vaccine imitates being sick. And so therefore, um, when it's dealing with imitating being sick, one of the things it imitates is the conservation of energy and the lack of and reducing the production of sperm. Is that the definition of freedom? Because this guy, Jeffrey, freedom, Jeffrey. He's saying. He's nice just trying to say the homeless person is not free. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one without hindrance or resistance. You fuck. Think about it. Homeless. Yeah, I was. I was. Arrested. I was homeless, and it was the freest I've ever been. The problem is, is that there are no real homeless people. When I was homeless, all everyone around me is a drug addict. Well, I was listen, the only. No, you're, you're, I was the only homeless put, person. You're trying I know. to put parameters on what other people are doing around you. We're talking about you personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're 100 percent right. I was, I was, I was homeless, and it's the only freedom that truly exists. It drives me nuts right now in LA. You will not be free unless you are homeless. If I walked Ever. around with a beer can here in LA the way that I'm dressed right now, I will be ticketed and thrown in jail. The same person next to me could be homeless, walked around with a beer can, no ramifications whatsoever. 100 percent true. I've seen, it, I've seen, it. I've, I've been there. I've been standing next to a guy who's passed out in his own urine on a sidewalk in Oakland, California, with a bottle of vodka next to him that's been opened, and I got the ticket. Yeah. And I go, what about that guy? He says, don't worry about him. Jerry, you have a peasant brain. You'll never understand the depth of this conversation. I'm sorry. Jerry, man, geez, geez, geez. Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, brother. Uh, Jerry, um, no, you don't know. Jerry, it's the exact opposite. The only way you can be free is to be homeless. I'm telling you. Try it. Try I, I dream it. about it. it it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. I used to only own a duffel bag, and I would live with like twenty dollars every other week, and it was the someone greatest. grab a scream, someone grab a screenshot right there. Did someone get that? Nope. Um. Yeah, and I and I had a harem. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. It was so great. savage. Yeah, homeless. I was homeless and had a harem. It is interesting how like the dirtiest dudes that I know somehow always have like. A lot of women really interested in them. I, I, I asked uh, Gabe at, at um, Gabe at uh, what's my coffee sponsor? Paper Street Coffee. He's been wanting to make a um, a blend, a Savon blend. And I told him I texted him the other day, and I said Harem, and he goes, "What about Harem?" I go, "That's the name. I want my blend to be named Harem." Might be a lawsuit, but I'm in. Because it's coffee. a because it's a blend of the perfect. It's like it's a it's a blend of the perfect beans of the perfect. You know. Um. This guy. Jerry, what do you think about? Really, really got you, no, nothing else to do. What's going on? What about your banana? It's a good banana. What do I think about what? This is going to be a fun one. So a ton of people are sending me this article, <clears throat> saying that. Um, uh, Man, Fina you really bars. love getting on this subject. Fina, Fina, Fina bars transgender swimming from a women's elite events if they went through male puberty. So basically, basically, <clears throat> it, it, it's fucking kind of scary the way it's written. But basically, if you're a dude and you want, you can't compete in women's sports anymore. It, or sorry, if you're a man, you can't compete in, in this in their Fina's swimming events anymore, unless you, you took your puberty. Un, unless you female. took, unless you know, unless you took blockers before the age of twelve. Who the fuck would give kids blockers before the age of twelve? Can you imagine fucking with the kids' hormones before the age of twelve? Uh, 
I don't when did you start doing steroids? When did you start doing steroids, Hunter? 11, dude. Oh, all right. And that's hey. why I only compete in the male category. Did you see there was another article that I showed last week, and it was of a father who had been putting fucking testosterone gel all over his body? Did he look fucking awesome? I, they didn't show him, but they showed his son. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They this showed his son, scary. and at the age of two, his son had a fucking giant penis and pubic hair already. The article was me. scary. No, because the boy from hugging his dad, he got the testosterone gel on. Uh, Jody, you know what's funny is um, Hunter sent what? me a, a nasty text about you this morning. And normally I don't read um, people's texts out loud over the air, but I'm going to read to you what. Um, Hunter yes, I mean, sent you a text about me? Yes. He said, ha, 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 Jody is such a turd. <laughs> yes, he did, Jody. <laughs> what did I say? You said you made a comment about Hunter has no idea how popular this show is. And, he's and how lucky Oh, he I doesn't. Am. Yeah. And he, yeah, call, and he, he called you lucky. a turd. He's lucky to be on. Do you want me to do you, do you want me to look up what a turd is? I'm going to let me see. Let me see. Uh, a turd <laughs> is a lump of excrement. Hunter, you said that about yeah. a woman. Well, are you sorry? Are you sorry, Hunter? Listen, if she defines the value of my time, I can define the value of what she looks like. And All I right, think you fine. look like a turd. <laughs> i'm so sorry jody i love you so much i apologize my guest has been drinking sparkling water all morning he's, and he was naked at the pool he's belligerent yeah i heard it i heard it all you think he has a you think he has a big angry, you think he has a big dick you think he has a big dick i i haven't thought about that <laughs> I, I i thought about it and i couldn't tell how big it was but i imagined it being really pink Thank just because he's like a ginger like to really pink like a like one of those hairless mice Yep, yep. All right. A lot of blue veins. <laughs> well, I was I was calling I was calling to remind Hunter what a great show he's on. So I'm um, again, you can call me a turd again, but you are on a great show and we always love having you on. Thank you, Miss Jody. Thank you. It was a pleasure and meeting you, Jody. Also, Have a great morning. I was, no, I was wondering if Hunter is going to the CrossFit games this year as a spectator. Probably not. I'm gonna be in Europa. No. No. Oh, okay. All right. Are you going, Jody? And I'm also, I would love to. I went the first year that they were in Madison because I was in Chicago at that time, but I haven't been back since. I would love to go, but I can't. Mm. Yeah, me neither. You know, what I had the best time, the, you know what the best time I had when I went to Madison? When? Was watching the seniors, the masters. Almost brought me to tears watching the masters compete i'll take Madison. i'll take your word on it no I, oh i know you're not a big masters fan you should see i'm gonna I, go I mean, watch the elite women and you tell me how the adaptive adaptive and masters do <laughs> and the kids anyway hey i just wanted to put it out there that i will start the fund for the rv to go to the games for you savant you're a doll thank you <laughs> all right you guys have a great day all right love Hi, Joe, you. Thank nice you. talking to okay. you I want to show you a picture of somebody that I don't is a master's athlete. And I saw their picture and I was like, that's interesting how a man that's 15 years older than me looks like that. And I'm just wondering if CrossFit athletes are just that much better of human beings. Uh, um, What's his name? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this right now, but we'll talk about it later. Whoa. Jerry has a very low IQ. Jerry, you're a, fucking dick 
<laughs> All caps. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh so last week um this really made um Hunter uncomfortable when I talked about the I don't know if uncomfortable is the right word, but he didn't like the fact that I talked about the toxicity in sanitary napkins. But I but but it's my show and I'll keep talking about such things. Is this is a woman a sanitary napkin over her face. She has her mask, so she she must have ran out of masks, or she thinks that this is better. I think those things are panty liners. They stick in women's underwear, you know, and then oh, when a, they bleed, like that thing absorbs oh, it's it. It's like a tampax pad. Yeah, it's called a, a panty liner. Say it with me, Hunter. Panty, panty liner. liner. Do you fly often? Uh, not anymore. I used to fly every every day. Would you do? I mean, that's unhealthy on so many levels. We if talked just last a, week about the toxicity in those things and why they shouldn't be put on the clam, the kazoo, if, the why, the vag. If you get on a plane nowadays, they have these alcohol, like sanitary type wipes. I don't even think it's alcohol, but they rub them on the seats and people put them on and they spray it. The chemical potency smell of these wipes and it stays in the cabin is so intense that it's almost to the throw up level. It's insane. I, I shit you not. Uh, the last, so, so I'm trying to think where a couple weeks ago, I flew to uh, Colorado. It was the first time I've flown in two years, right? And on the way back, I'm sitting in first class, of course. And um, this, this giant fucking black dude walks on, six, five, beautiful, looks like he looks like a statue. And he's carrying like way too much shit. And he's got some kid shit with him. And then as he comes in the front, this fucking midget Asian lady comes in four six and she's holding the hands of two kids and she starts yelling at the black guy, hurry up and get to the seats and wipe them down. And she's handing him those things. And I realize it's her husband and she's yelling at him to hurry up and get to the seats. And she gives him a stack of those things you're talking about, those alcohol things they're in the paper and you rip them open. So, and she wants him to hurry up and get to the, and there's fucking a hundred people in front of him. He can't get to the back unless he did some WWE shit. And she's yelling at him to hurry up and get to the seats to wipe the seats down. I was like, what? And, and of course they were the only people masked on the plane, her two little kids, her and, and, this, and the husband, the Titan. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this bitch is four or five. You should she, throw her off the fucking, just grab your kids and throw her off the plane. I mean, she was yelling at him. He's like, yeah. yes, yes. That's why I want to live on top of a mountain. You don't have to experience these people anymore. Or at least no one, no one will be judging you on a podcast when your wife yells at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they won't see it. Do you think that a lot of the stuff that we say on here, people go home and then they just start to like ruminate about it? They're like, I cannot believe he said that, that piece of shit. Dude, Jerry put a gun in his mouth two seconds ago and one second ago he pulled the trigger because of what you said. I bet. Hunter, you got a man? You want one? Oh, sick. I just got someone proposed to me. Hunter, you got a man you want? Oh, wow. Dylan, you're a good dude. I'm into that, Dylan. What's up, bro? So, the reason why every single time you bring up uh, the transgender thing is because even though we're talking about it, nothing's going to change. Because you and I are not going to go out of our... Are you going to go out of your way to vote? Yeah, I vote. I vote. I get it in the mail. I vote. No, I don't vote. Oh, I, um, and I, I mad at you for not voting either. Yeah, I, I just don't feel. I feel like it's a game. 
Um, I just owned you. Jerry is fucking heavy, dude. Yeah. It's just like, I, I sit here and I sometimes think about these things and I'm like, what's the point of getting so revved up about it when there's no opportunity to change it? It's just the only thing you can do is not participate in it. And that's the most valuable tool that I have in my shed for these things. Maybe you could become president of the United States. You see people pulling up to McDonald's sitting I love these things. during the pandemic so they could do their homework because they can get, uh, get off of there. Their why? Uh, How many times you see people pulling up to McDonald's sitting outside during the pandemic so they could do their homework because they can get? It would be uh, interesting <laughs> if this just happened like every once Is it- in a while because he has to speak often. Right, but right. There's so many of these things. Hey, is it me? Do you think it's mean? Do you think my mom's like, Savon, stop picking on that old guy? Because there's a component of it that's mean. For sure. But he's the president. I know. I know. And I but know you're not, a, you're, not a, you're not a Trump fan. You're not. Um, but that guy on the microphone just wrecked shit. That was Joe? impressive. Joe? What? No, no, no. I'm Joe? talking about Trump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have to say that was impressive. That was impressive. I'm not saying from a presidential standpoint, but from just like respect. I'm like, gosh, you know how to talk. You know how to command a room. Have you ever d- watched any of the documentaries about how politicians like there's one on, on Putin specifically about how he does things that are subtle flexes on everybody else in his environment? No, what's the doc? I, uh, you got me hooked, though. I want to say I don't it. I don't know the name of it, honestly. But like one of the first things that they talk about is Putin. Well, let's say we have the seven o'clock podcast. Putin will show up half an hour to four hours late. And it's not, not like a podcast where on like true meetings where people fly in internationally to meet in a spot. <laughs> and he'll just show up that late if, if he wants to. He just has all of these things where he controls the room in his way all the time. And I'm like, man. And if you watch uh, if you watch stuff on Trump, it's the same exact way. He grabs people, positions them like he so obviously will gl- grab somebody and move them out of the way physically. And the fact that he's such a huge person makes it so much more like obvious. Like when he know, was I, president, I couldn't stand him. I didn't I didn't have the skills to appreciate him. He was a mastermind. I mean, he played a game. It's almost like social media. It's just like, oh, what? what's the fastest way for me to grow my social media? All right, I'm going to take audio and I'm going to dance in front of it. And then it just catches on the algorithm and blows up. He's like, what's the fastest way to become president? He's like, I'm just going to speak to a couple categories of the United States and the population that he knows that if he engages with them, that by saying, I'm going to build a wall, boom, I'm going to do this, boom, played it. Got to respect it. My family hated me. Every single time I sat down at the table and I would mention these things, they would just get so irate, like shaking up shit. Um, my, my, my dad told me we're not allowed to talk about politics. You know what, though? The big picture, that broke my heart and it made me realize I'm never going to have rules of what my kids can and can't talk to me about. It sucked. It sucks. My, my, my family, it's, it's, it breaks my heart. It really does. I take full personal responsibility and accountability for that. So eat a dick. Okay, ready? Here we go. So a lot of people, especially in the hip hop community, have accused Kanye West of abandoning his culture. Now, a couple of years ago, he was asked to respond to this and say what you will about the man. His response was absolutely correct. Check out this. Now, we were talking about what is freedom. Yeah. Prager, you says this is a free man talking. Clip. What do you say to people <laughs> that say you turn you turned your back on 
the culture or exactly 100 percent. i have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality we are locked up we went from one and four we went from one and four to one and three but we always pointing at the white people but yet we want to spend all of our money on foreigns we want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land but the culture has you focused so much on somebody and pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform. Mm. Like, it's, bro, we brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man. This is a free man talking. So a lot of people, especially in the hip hop community, have accused Kanye West of abandoning his culture. Do you know what I do with That's my pretty powerful stuff? Yeah, he's a great dude. We're lucky we have him. I love how crazy he is. That's probably the other person. So my brother doesn't check Instagram at all. But what we'll do is I collect information on Instagram and I'll send it to him. And most of the videos we watch are Alex Jones, uh, Biden fucking up and videos of um, Kanye going on rants. Three favorite things on the Internet. I don't think he's crazy. Who? Kanye. There's some that are pretty crazy. I mean, listen, everything, when you look at these clips, they typically end up being 15 to 30 seconds. So they're taken out of context. So yeah. it doesn't make sense. By, but- by crazy, I mean, I know he's wildly passionate. He's, he can get somewhat belligerent. His ideas are, are um, profound. But he's never like... You know the one where he's like, I'm a god. I want to buy the moon. Like, I want to buy yeah. the planet. Like, that kind of shit. It's okay. just funny. When taken out of context, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. So okay, that's the show, stuff we look at. I want to show you. Um, uh, um, I want to show you what someone I think is crazy. Hold on. Um, where is this? Do you have any ties to the TV world? Yeah. Do you know, like, so I get contacted all the time to do reality television shows. And. Oh, like the bat, like the bachelor and shit, everything. And huh? because, um, I did a lot of reality television earlier on in my career, they won't touch me now. And it's not like I'm, oh. I'm obsessed with oh, the idea of going back on TV, but why does that, why is that the case? What does that mean? Why, what, why would somebody what? having a prior existing TV experience kind of keep them out of the running for future TV experience? Whoa. Uh, dude, how did you get this link? What are you doing here? What is that guy? What's I your ha- name? I hacked, you here? I hacked it. Oh, shit. We've been hacked. No, I'm just joking. Do you know who that is, Hunter? No clue, dude. C. Beaver. Caleb Beaver. That's his real name. I call him C. Beaver. He runs, the ba- he runs the back end. He just showed up after an hour and 30 minutes. Are you a Actually, firefighter or is that just a red hat? That's uh, my wife is a firefighter. Sick. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you can't. Um, I don't know why you can't. I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, that doesn't, it doesn't to me either. I go down the pipeline. Played out. You think you've been played out? And I don't know. I don't know at all. I got invited on. Um, what is it called? Uh, See, like, look at, look at, look at. This doesn't even make sense to me. He's delusional. God complex. I don't even know what that means. God complex. Because someone's not okay with someone else thinking that they're God. 
I mean, most people don't even know. Most people, um, they're delusional about who they think they are. I would say all people. You just don't like the fact that he thinks he's God. I mean, I, I think thinking you're God is closer to than thinking that you're a dragon. Dragons are fucking cool, though. I mean, you think your fucking name is Hunter because some people gave it to you when you were fucking born, and now you're going to spend every second you're alive until you're dead trying to hold that fucking bullshit identity together. Booyah! You know who's really great is Bob Ramdas. Have you listened to his work? I am Bob Ramdas. They call me you Bob Ramdas. Bobby Ramdas? Yeah, I think he, he's Bobo dead Bobby Ramdas. Yeah. That, that's... That's the most incredible guy I've ever listened to. One of the greatest books. Um, one of the greatest books. I can't fucking believe I don't have this book up here. Man, it's pretty crazy the amount of people you have weigh in on these shows and the shit that they say. So many people are like so wrapped up in their their thoughts. They're like, Rrr. I want to sh- I want to show you crazy. Okay, I want you to hear crazy. This is fucking batshit crazy. You ready? You're not gonna like this. This isn't this isn't really your style. But you ready? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Delegate Tran. Yes, sir. How late in a pregnancy would your bill? What we're watching here is uh, a woman who's proposing a bill, an, uh, uh, an abortion bill, to, and uh, she's being questioned about it. And, and the guy said, how late will your... Apply if a physician would simply willing to certify that, that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman. How, how late are we talking about? In- well, so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the, you know, with the certification of the physician. So she's saying that in this bill that I'm proposing that a woman can get an abortion up until the third trimester of the pregnancy. um, If she has mental or physical uh, or or if the baby's going to hurt her, uh, the birth of the baby's going to hurt her mentally or physically. So how late in the third trimester would you be able to to do that? And now he's saying how late in the third trimester, right? Because babies goes through a first, second and third trimester and then it's born. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, it's very unfortunate that our, the, our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, no I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how, late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. So there's they're stuck now, right? He's trying to figure out how late in the third trimester can you give the abortion? He's just trying to figure out. He wants to know. It's a bill. There's a law they're trying to pass. Trimester goes all the way up to forty weeks. She says the trimester goes up to forty weeks. Okay, but to the end of the third trimester. Yep, I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, and she's proposing the bill. And now she's saying, I don't think we have a limit. where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request abortion if she was so certified? He's saying now the woman is showing physical signs of giving birth. And by that, it means her water broke. She's dilating. Um, she's, ha- she's beyond maybe Braxton Hicks contractions. She's having real contractions. That's beautiful, Joe. She's dilating. 
She dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician and the woman. I understand that. that I'm asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that. Yes. She's allowing the bill allows for a woman to be in fucking contractions. The baby's minutes from being born hours at most. You got to imagine, though, dude, like if you open that batshit crazy, Hunter, not Kanye West. I'm not saying I'm not weighing in on this, whether or not it's right or wrong. But if you are going to open the door to this thing, is this is this a metaphor for the vagina when you say open the door? No, no, no. I'm just saying abortion. It it, I don't care whether or not people do them or don't. Um, There's it's just it's too much. It's too crazy. I can't even fathom the amount of litigation that goes into like picking the day, uh, the day that it's no longer allowed. Like, how would you actually decide where, you know, oh, this heartbeat is the one that makes it a a real human life? That's going to be crazy. I agree, but we can work our way backwards. No, I I, I, I understand. There is probably going to have to be some kind of decision making formula for this thing, but it's just like, how do you hey, decide that, which are Okay, let me ask you this. Could you stand up there? You Hunter McIntyre stand up there. No, I have no association with this stuff whatsoever because I'm not and a suggest I'm 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 hundred percent pro-choice. But yeah. could you stand up there? Like if I just if I stood up in front of a whole crowd and was like, Yes, it's okay to abort a baby when the woman's dilating, there there's no way I could fucking t- uh, um uh I couldn't do that. I'd have to, I'd, I, it would be the worst thing I'd ever done as a human being. I, I, I would, I, I would I rather. Know. I don't know. I can already, I can already see, I can see in your comments, people are trying to weigh in on this and be like, what about when it's your baby? I'm like, I don't. Fuck I'm not his try baby. To yeah. I kiss baby. I'm not going to try to pretend. It's too yeah, heavy in, for me. Even I, stay, even the- I stay out of these subjects. I just, I, I ride my unicycle. Oh, you're like my dad. Ways. I'm not allowed to talk about it. No, 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 no. You can Oh. I just if if you start to weigh in on it, then you start to get emotionally involved in it. And I'm not emotional at all. I can see how risen you are up about it because you brought it up. You can't and now see you're how risen I am. Damn, those shorts are tight, dude. They're not five inches. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! That's a good luck. Stop it! Stop it! It's a damn good luck. It's a fucking hundred degrees. I, I tell myself always to wear pants during the. Anyway, that I, I, th- I think we can agree that you shouldn't kill babies. Probably, I don't know. I, well, not my choice. But, not my but, choice. Abortion is not my choice. Not abortion. I'm just saying after the baby's born. I'm like oh, saying yeah, like yeah, if you're yeah. holding, cool. if some some lady's holding a baby at a supermarket and she decides she doesn't want it, she can't just throw it on the ground as hard as she wants. Yeah, that's that's killing a person. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, let's stop there. That's good. Well, we agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah, I think we got it. Do you okay. drink? Are you so By the healthy? way, those sound effects when you were drinking that, let's listen, listen. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear. I put, all is, my, I put all my attention on my crotch when you do that. This is guava nectar. I'm reprogramming myself. Do you, do you, are you too good to drink guava nectar? Yes. Really? Dude, I would have drank that in fucking college. Dude, you have to understand, I'm one-fifth the man you are. 
You would, Dude, all and you this- can't even fathom how how much less testosterone and meta- my metabolism, my metabolism, even though it's for me, it's beyond powerful. It wouldn't even get you awake in the morning. My metabolism couldn't even give you an erection. You are like the most virile man in the world. You're like a fucking hummingbird, a 200 pound hummingbird. You need that. I can't drink that. Yeah. You're on a whole different planet than me. I just want to be honest. I um, have five minutes left and I'm willing to talk about anything. But first, I'll finish on this. <laughs> you are not willing to talk about anything. <laughs> I am. I am. Just don't bring up any more trannies or abortion ba- ba- uh, abortion things because I can't weigh in on it because I'm then, not a specialist. Then don't talk shit. Then don't talk shit about Kanye. I love you're Kanye. Not, hey, you're not a psychologist <laughs> either, but you weighed in on his uh, mental uh, 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 whatever it is status. Hello, caller. How are you? Don't say anything nice to Hunter. Talk shit, get hit, bro. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. Awesome. Hi. So, <clears throat> YouTube's a little bit behind in this call, so I'm not really sure where y'all are at with your conversation, but... We're talking um, about cock and balls, how virile uh, Hunter is. Perfect. This is right on that same vein. Um, so, I guess first off, I just want to say I'm a big fan of Hunter, um, and I appreciate you, Savon, for bringing him on consistently. This is super cool. Um, but my question is for Hunter. So over a year ago, you announced that you're going to go after the 200 pound marathon world record. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you'd even be working with, uh, Ryan Hall. So what happened to the Clydesdale project? Dude, I just kept on falling apart. I kept on getting faster and faster and faster. And I kept on getting more and more hurt. I personally yeah. have never been a high mileage guy. And the method that we were using was such high mileage. I kept on getting hurt. My hamstring is still hurt to this day. So I do this thing. Like, I mean, if I could share my screen, you can look at my Strava and you can see basically the periodization that I use. Ryan Hall is a freak, by the way. This guy you should have on the podcast. Very impressive. You see, is still the American record holder in the marathon and now is probably bigger than I am. Um, and I just keep on falling apart, man. Uh, it's something that I want to be able to do, but I just haven't been able to put together. What, what did he say he was going to call or what did he say he was going to do? Um, uh, Hunter said he wanted to weigh, I want to set the world record for the fastest marathon over 200 pounds. Record currently sits at two hours and 37 minutes. Um, and it was good, dude. I was on, I was on pace for it constantly in training, but I just kept on getting hurt. Look at that big Greek god of a man. The Clydesdale Marathon is an awesome idea. Like it's a super fun, exciting uh, opportunity for, you know, I don't know. I think it'd be awesome to basically have the Clydesdale world to be a little bit more respected. It'd be an in, more of an interesting scientific approach to the running that I think actually running uh, at the highest level would be because those guys are so light. It's basically like being like, a, I don't know, they're just skin and bones and lungs. But one of these days they may do it, but I have to get healthy. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I just, um, <clears throat> I keep having to go back and rewatch your YouTube episodes just to get that, you know, scratch that itch. Um, so, I mean, how big are you, caller? Are you big, dude? Are you 200 pound man? He's big and beefy. <laughs> yeah, I'm about 205. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I mean, I just saw, um, Hunter, you know, you crushed that three sub three hour marathon with, you know, little to no training, and that was easy and breezy. So, 
And um, I know that you were going after Nick Bear for a while there, um, and he just did 250. And I feel like the level of the difference of fitness between y'all two is ridiculous. Um, I mean, I think you could easily go out and crush that with some, with probably the training you have now. So I was I just think, wondering if you'd given up on that, on that idea or what? No, I haven't given up on it. I just am the kind of person that doesn't like to do anything unless like you, you set a record or do something amazing. It'd be like, you know, just, I don't like showing up. I like winning. I think the thing that I would like to produce right. is what I want to call the McIntyre marathon method, which is for people over 200 pounds. And basically I think you have to do around 60 to 65% of your, of your volume. Um, actually running and then the rest of it needs to be on the bike and it needs to be super specific. Otherwise you cannot do it without falling apart. You like that right there? That's what a man does in the woods. You see wow. That, yeah, whoever filmed that should have caught the dismount on the um, unicycle. That was that was incredible. Look at this slack lining, chucking axes. Crazy. Hey, so Hunter, so you're you're not gonna, that guy was gonna try is trying to break the five minute uh, mile too at two hundred pounds. Oh, dude, I've done that a bunch of times. I can run a four thirty at two hundred pounds. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can walk in my garage right now and pick five hundred pounds up off the ground and run under a five minute mile. Both of them back to back in five minutes. Those things, I just it, it's kind of naturally been part of what I've been doing for for years. Um, but that marathon thing is one of those kind of pieces where you have to put together such a specific training block that you're likely to either get hurt or not hit your goal. Mm. Hey, what's that thing on your neck right there? Is that a vein? That's a vein, baby. God, no wonder you're so smart. That's a lot of blood going to your brain. Look at your lips. Did you just have your lips done there? Yeah, I was just giving a kiss. I was blowing so you, a kiss to the person in the crowd. Collagen. Boys and girls, I got to bounce. I got an 845 call. Thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in and talking shit to me in the comments. Savan, I'll see you next week, hopefully. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And then there were two. I ran an 832 mile. Is that good for a 53-year-old six foot two five? Hell yeah, that's good. I don't even think I could run that. Our fucking the dudes in our US military can't even run a fucking 15-minute mile. Barely run a hundred yards. Uh I don't think I honestly I'm I'm not sure what uh I shouldn't speak for Hunter. I was gonna say I think he's he's chilling out on the competitions, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's just changing his focus. Um, always pleasure to listen to Sevon waffling on waffling. Uh, I'm not, I don't waffle. Holy shit. Big is that fucking cat. Now that we know how big Caleb is. <laughs> I didn't even see the cat. Oh dude. Why is that cat fucking that cat's going hard on you right now? What's yeah, up? She's just, she does that sometimes. She doesn't do anything. She's just just fronting on you. I, I keep just, hearing sounds outside my door. I wonder if they what what is the gardener here? Oh, Two yeah. kids playing a prank on you, probably. Oh no, it is the gardener. Oh uh Jody, I'm inspired to go run a mile. Anyone? Um great show, guys. Thanks, Hunter, for coming on. 
Uh, Caleb, thanks for coming on. Um, what what is the plan tomorrow? Who do we have on tomorrow? Well, Lauren Khalil? No, that was yesterday. Hunter McIntyre? No. Oh, we have Alex Gazan on tomorrow. Oh, that's going to be great. She made, yeah, special, uh, she made a guest appearance. She's the young 20-year-old uh, young lady who made a guest appearance during the semifinals on our show, trained by Justin Kotler. It's going to be a great show. Oh, how did she get the 8 a.m. Spot? spot? Man, she's lucky. Not the 7 a.m. spot. All right. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I loved it. Always love having Hunter on. He's a man. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Caleb, thank you. Bam.